You are listening to the Path of Presence podcast, where we integrate head and heart with mindful alignment of branding, business, and social presence with Evelyn Foreman. Free resources are available on our website at pathofpresence.com. Join us on an awakening journey to flourish online, to build a sustainable lifestyle business, to market your program or service, to create intentional community, and to receive inspiration, information, and ideas on how to balance the entrepreneurial journey. Together, let's move forward as the light we've come to be, integrated, heart-centered, spirit-guided, and vision-led. And now your host, Evelyn Foreman. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. We're going to talk about how to find your people on social media and more importantly, where your people are hanging out. So at a glance, if we're talking about social media, I'll be really honest with you. There is a lot of energy on social media. If you stand in the middle of it, it kind of feels like a big distraction, as though you're in some kind of altered universe. You may as well be standing between two train tracks with trains coming in opposite directions as you stay put and try not to be uh, swept away from the energy that is around you. The language feels different. People are talking at you and to you and it seems to come all at once. You might feel lost in a sea of conversations as though you're in a room with hundreds of channels on, TV channels with its volume blasting loudly. Believe me, I get that. Everywhere we turn, social media is visible. It is prevalent in our society, and you know, we can't deny it anymore. We can no longer deny its presence and its power. Not exactly the same as the presence of power of the energy that courses through our veins, but it's there. Logos associated with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Google+, and a handful of others pop up immediately to mind, and it's visible everywhere we go. Social media logos, icons, and usage has all but replaced the good old www World Wide Web address that we all have come to know and love. Social media is now how modern conversations occur. So on this episode, I'm going to share with you the information about social media, despite our repulsion, despite its loudness, its rudeness even. I'm going to share with you some information that will shift your understanding as to why we can no longer ignore the big elephant in the room. Social media is a thing. For a long time, it's been a thing, and we can no longer deny the fact that social media is a viable vehicle to communication and community. Turning our backs, continuing to turn our backs on social media, not adopting the platforms to communicate, to participate, is like turning our backs on telephone technology when it first came out. It has revolutionized our culture and the way we are as human beings on planet Earth. Okay, so I am going to start with the big, the big guy, Facebook. Pew Research 
conducted a social media update in November of 2016 and found that engagement and usage on Facebook continues to be at least two times higher than any other social media platform with almost 80% of Americans signed up. Now that was back in 2016 in November, it was 79%. So as I am recording this podcast, it's probably gone up. And of the almost 80% figure, 68% comprises of adult Americans who check their platform on a daily basis with the clocked in usage amount of at least 20 minutes or more a day. These numbers are evidence that social media is not merely a viable vehicle for modern living. It is here to stay. Social media is beyond the means to communicate. It has infiltrated our culture. It's become part of our culture and our way of life. Now, more than ever, communicating through platforms of this sort, social media platforms, are a norm for connectivity, even over the traditional use of telephones. I mean, so many of us have pulled our landlines and we've got our devices with us everywhere we go. Social media has become such the norm that the quote that comes to mind from the board in the Star Trek series, resistance is futile. It is here to stay. So we either join the program and become part of modern society, learn how to use these tools, these channels properly, or we simply disconnect, call ourselves old, and just forget all about it. Having said this, once we get over our resistance to join the bandwagon, there is great news. For many of us, learning about social media is a deep dive into a new platform and a new way of being, regardless of our age or generation. We too can participate. The evidence shows that over 60% of online users over 65 years of age use Facebook. That's great news. So for those of us who are 64 and younger, we've got no excuse but to get with the program. If you want to build a community, you've got to look beyond the yellow pages and into a larger pond like social media. So what are the platforms? Who shows up on which platform? And which platform are your people most likely to show up? So let's back up and let's just assume, let's just say that we know who our people are. Do you know where, which platform you're most likely to find them on? Well, that's the gist of today's program. I'm going to share with you some numbers here, but don't worry about writing it down. I've got a whole 2,800 word article on our website, pathofpresence.com, titled The Six Social Platforms. And in that article, it spells out all the details along with charts from Pew Research, um, more statistical data than you'll ever want to know. So you can go there for the details. And here I want to share with you the hard numbers. 68% of all adults in the United States who are online are Facebook users, followed by the next largest platform, which is Instagram, with only 28% market share, followed by Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter, and then finally Google+. So let's talk about the big guy, Facebook. Facebook has about 1.5 billion worldwide users, and that's billion with a B as in Billy, billion. 70% of the United States population is on Facebook. 
It has the most evenly distributed demographics among any platform. Most people use Facebook to connect with their friends as a means of social communication. Talk about replacing the telephone, right? There are about 1.9 billion unique monthly users, anywhere from 18 to 49. Now, business-wise, Facebook is the best platform to increase and strengthen your brand awareness and brand loyalty. If you have a business, you need a business page on Facebook because of that. Being on Facebook establishes your business as an authority through the interesting content and information that you can provide through your posts. Facebook as a social platform is ideal for sharing personal stories, testimonials, and detailed information about your business. So it really has become sort of an online storefront in modern day. Because of its popularity and the sheer amount of people that are on Facebook, this platform is the only social media platform that you absolutely need to be active on, no matter what your business. And keep that in mind because it's got about 80% of the market share. Next comes Instagram. Now, Instagram is a grid-style visual platform with currently over 600 million unique monthly users. But the majority of users on this platform is of a younger generation. Of all Instagram users, 90% are under 35 years and younger. That's right. 90% of Instagram users are less than 35 years old. That being said, Instagram has an astonishing engagement rate, which means people actually interact with one another's posts at 4.2%. Incidentally, people talk about engagement and some have asked me to define it. So here it is. Engagement rate You know, you want to increase your engagement, right? Engagement rate is the percentage of people who saw a post that you put up and reacted to it, either shared it or clicked on it or commented on it. That is the definition of engagement. So the rest of Instagram comprises of adults, the rest of us, right? 30 to 40-year-olds comprise of 33%, and the folks who are in the 50 to 64-year-old demographics make up the rest of the 18% of those of us who are not 35 and younger. So like Facebook, the ratio of women favors men on Instagram at 38% to 26%. Income-wise, 38% of Instagram users make less than $30,000 a year, which makes sense given the statistics that over 90% of Instagram users are 35 years of age and younger. Twitter. Twitter's platform has about 317 million monthly users as of January of this year, 2017. Twitter users are mostly male, 22% over the 15% of online women that are present on this platform. Its demographics are mostly 18 to 29-year-olds with Guess what? 53% inactive rates, meaning there's 53% of people who are not posting updates. Average time spent on Twitter is 2.7 minutes compared to Facebook's whopping 20 plus minutes each time. Twitter, more than any other platform, is known for its in-the-moment developments. If your business or service or program is based on things that are happening right here, right now, Twitter could be vital to your business. 
Those who are on Twitter share breaking news and quick updates in 140 characters or less. It makes it convenient to promote new products or contests or, or content, and you're able to collect instant feedback from your audience. Like Instagram, pictures are also really important on Twitter. Statistics show that there is almost a 90% increase in engagement likes to your post that have pictures. If there is a picture on the post, your likelihood of getting that reposted and shared, retweeted is 150%, according to Buffer. Stats also show that Twitter users are educated with almost a third of all users having college degrees and 50% of all users report an income of over $75,000. LinkedIn. There are about 106 million Americans on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is mainly used as a professional social marketing platform with about 414 million users worldwide. This professional business-to-business platform has demographics favoring 31% male over 27% female. And approximately 38 to 45% of internet users on LinkedIn report an income of 75000 or higher, rivaling Twitter. 79% of LinkedIn users are 35 years and older, making it the oldest platform on all social media channels, whereas Instagram, 90% are 35 years and younger. So the three dominant sectors on LinkedIn, it's recorded, high tech at 14.3%, followed by finance, at 12.4%, and then finally manufacturing at 10.1%. In short, LinkedIn is for professionals, and it's about professionals. LinkedIn is influential in the job hunt, both for employers and potential employees. It is great for networking. About a third, 29% of all internet users have a LinkedIn account, which is fascinating. This platform is really popular with college-educated personnel and high-income earners. It's reported that about half of online users with college degrees are on LinkedIn. And so if your audience it comprises of college-educated males especially, this seems like the perfect platform. It's also noted that only 18% of LinkedIn users use it daily because most of the account holders on LinkedIn check in either every other day or once a week. Pinterest. Now, Pinterest is predominantly used by women. It is a search engine, social media platform, all mixed in one. Pinterest acts as an online scrapbooking board type platform. It is number three in popularity amongst social media platforms. There are approximately 317 unique monthly users on Pinterest. A third of online Americans are on this platform comprising mostly of women, doubling the size of men at 45% women to 17% men. About a third of Pinterest users have an income greater than $100,000. It is important to note that people referred by Pinterest are 10% more likely to buy online than any other users of any other social platform. 
And lastly, we have Google, Google Plus, mostly comprising of men, 60% with the majority in technical engineering fields, and an average age of 28 years old. This platform has 2.2 billion profiles, but only 4 million are active on Google+. Technology and engineering companies, as well as marketing individuals, do really well on Google. The top three brands on Google are Android, Mashable, and Chrome. So, lots of statistics. I hope I've given you a general overview of each channel, providing statistics and numbers and Um, age groups and income brackets to give you an idea of who's on which channel. So then the question becomes, where do you need to be? Well, it depends on who your target audience is. If you are primarily a business-to-business company, LinkedIn is your best bet. If your audience is part of the technology or engineering field, you may want to consider being on Google+. For brand recognition, Facebook. For Instant up-to-minute brands, Twitter might benefit you. Instagram is great for visual brands. Pinterest has a longer shelf life per post and a smaller platform, which means less users. Based on the information provided in this podcast, do you have a better idea of the demographics and user size for your audience? Which social media platform is speaking to you? Which one might be priority for you to pursue first? or second, or third, because certainly we're not going to hastily get on all social media channels all at once, right? As you're called, please join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash pathofpresence to join this conversation or make a comment. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Path of Presence podcast with Evelyn Foreman. Join us each week for mindful, engaging, enlightening dialogue to shift your awareness and build your business online. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast by clicking on the subscribe button right here on iTunes. Join our Facebook page for updates, freebies, tips, and trainings at facebook.com slash pathofpresence. Free business and social media marketing resources available on our website at pathofpresence.com. You are listening to the Path of Presence podcast with Evelyn Foreman. Have a beautiful day and aloha.